Hello, and welcome to Physician Assistant in a Flash, the flashcard-style podcast to get you ready for your clinical medicine exams, end of rotation exam, pack rat, pants, or panry. By now, you should know all of the content, and you're ready to start actively recalling the information that you need to pass your exam. Join me if you are ready to become a physician assistant in a flash. All right, podcast friends, welcome to the internal medicine season of physician assistant in a flash. Episode one of internal medicine is focused on the topic weighted most heavily on the end of rotation exam, and that's cardiology. It's a whopping 20% of the EOR, and it's 13% of the pants. Throughout the episode, I'll be covering the cardiology topics provided by the PAEA for the internal medicine and rotation exam. If you are interested in studying additional cardiology topics, I've made a website that organizes the podcast by content material. So you can study by clinical rotation, such as internal medicine, or you can study by body system, like cardiology. So the link's in the description, check it out. Internal medicine can be a difficult exam, because it covers a wide range of conditions. So for cardiology, there's about 20 topics. And for each of these topics, there are multiple task categories. And you can see this on the PAEA website, Um, but most of the questions will be on diagnosis or clinical therapeutics. But they might ask you about other tasks like history and physical, health maintenance, prevention, or pathophysiology. So while you're studying, I want you to think of possible questions that you might get. Let's say we're going over an acute myocardial infarction. So what history questions are you going to ask? Review of systems, physical exam findings, what's in the differential diagnosis? What about diagnostic studies? You wanna get an EKG and troponins at the very least. And what will the EKG show? How do you treat it? Should they get medications or go to the cath lab? What are the complications of an MI? Wait, what even causes an MI? And what's actually happening inside the body? What are the risk factors? Can myocardial infarction be prevented? And that's just for an MI. There's still 19 other topics at least that you need to ask all of those questions for. So in this episode, we're gonna cover other topics like arrhythmias, um, cardiomyopathy, heart failure, infections, And you want to have those task categories in your mind as you're studying for any of your exams. So I'm gonna try to give you a nice mix as we dive into internal medicine cardiology. I wanna give you a lot of cardiology content. So I'm gonna split cardiology into two episodes. I've already spent a lot of time carrying on during this intro. So this episode will be a little bit shorter. We won't go over as many questions. And then the next will be a little bit longer. Sound good? Okay, here we go. List some signs and symptoms of pericarditis. Sharp pleuritic radiating chest pain that is relieved by sitting up or leaning forward. There will be a friction rub, muffled heart sounds, dyspnea, tachycardia, and possibly fever. List three complications of untreated chronic dyslipidemia. Atherosclerosis, coronary artery disease causing angina or myocardial infarction, 
carotid disease, stroke, peripheral vascular disease, and pancreatitis. What is the gold standard diagnostic tool for peripheral arterial disease? Arteriography. What is happening to the heart during cardiac tamponade? During inspiration, the cardiac septum pushes into the left ventricle, causing decreased volume and compromised filling and decreased cardiac output. What is the treatment of choice for patients with a third degree heart block? Transcutaneous pacing until a permanent placemaker is possible. List some signs or symptoms of left-sided heart failure. Activity intolerance, hypoxia, cyanosis, pulmonary edema, orthopnea, cough, dyspnea, crackles, and delayed capillary refill. A patient with a history of IV drug use presents to the emergency department with fever, chills, and shortness of breath. A non-radiating heart murmur is heard at the lower left sternal border, and petechial hemorrhages are observed in the conjunctiva on the hands and fingernails. What is the next best step in confirming the most likely diagnosis? blood cultures, or echocardiogram for endocarditis. Does dilated cardiomyopathy affect systolic or diastolic function? It impairs systolic function. How do you confirm the diagnosis of Raynaud's phenomenon? It's often diagnosed clinically, but you confirm the diagnosis with nail-fold capillary microscopy. How do you prevent rheumatic fever? Treat strep infection with antibiotics. List three causes of a left bundle branch block. aortic stenosis, coronary artery disease, hypertension, congestive heart failure, dilated cardiomyopathy, congenital defects, hyperkalemia, and digoxin toxicity. Which arrhythmia is most commonly associated with Wolf-Parkinson-White? Supraventricular tachycardia. What is the JNC8 criteria for diagnosing essential hypertension? Two or more readings of 140 over 90 or higher. What are some causes of cardiogenic shock?
Myocardial infarction is the most common. Others are vascular disease, congestive heart failure, arrhythmias, myocarditis, cardiomyopathy, or pulmonary embolism. What is first-line treatment for acute pericarditis? NSAIDs or colchicine. What EKG changes are associated with viral pericarditis? Transient but diffuse ST elevation. It may look similar to a STEMI, but will have negative troponins. A patient experiencing exertional syncope has a grade three murmur at the left lower sternal border. An echocardiogram in office shows septal hypertrophy and an ejection fraction of 65%. What is the most likely diagnosis? Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. What EKG changes are seen during episodes of Prinz metal angina? Transient ST elevation. List some complications of untreated chronic hypertension. Heart failure, left ventricular hypertrophy, stroke, aortic dissection, renal disease, retinopathy, sexual dysfunction, and cognitive decline. Where do ulcers associated with peripheral venous disease tend to develop? At the medial malleolus. What is the leading cause of myocarditis? Viral infection. A patient presents with palpitations, lightheadedness, and dizziness that has been constant for the last 30 minutes. Patient has intermittently experienced similar episodes over the last two years. Current vitals are uh, blood pressure 136 over 92, heart rate is 165, pulse ox is 97% on room air, respiratory rate is 18, and oral temp is 37. An EKG shows a heart rate of 165, regular rhythm, and very narrow QRS complexes. What is the treatment of choice? I'm describing supraventricular tachycardia, SVT, so do vagal maneuvers, and if that fails, try adenosine, calcium channel blockers, or beta blockers. What cholesterol medication is recommended during pregnancy? Bile acid sequestrants like cholestyramine. List three risk factors for peripheral artery disease. coronary artery disease, smoking, diabetes, hyperlipidemia, hypertension, and chronic kidney disease.
What is the most common cause of infectious endocarditis in the general population? Strep viridans. Remember that Staph aureus is more common in those with a history of IV drug use. Describe the EKG findings associated with a Mobitz 2 AV block. Mobitz 2 is a second degree type 2 block. There will be a constant PR interval with intermittently dropped QRS complexes. What are some medications used in the management of heart failure? Beta blockers, ACE inhibitors, ARBs, diuretics, and oxygen supplementation. A patient with a history of mitral valve prolapse returns to the office for a routine follow-up. What effect would Valsalva have on the murmur? Valsalva increases mitral valve prolapse and hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, but it actually decreases the intensity of all the other murmurs. Okay, folks, that was a little longer than I wanted it to be, but I feel pretty good about our start on internal medicine cardiology. We have a lot left to review, so come prepared for our next episode. In the meantime, keep studying on your own, and be sure to switch up your study style, because um, it's really going to cement that information in your brain. You can do it. I believe in you, and I'll see you soon right here at Physician Assistant in a Flash. Mm -hmm.